Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Plenty of rumours floating around at the moment as far as how teams will line up for 2023. So I thought I would just go through each and every team and tell you sort of what I'm hearing for each of these sides. There's some sides that I've got absolutely nothing for. There's some sides that are already sort of set in stone. A lot of sides only have one or two spots that are sort of up for discussion. But I thought I would just go through them all and just tell you what I know, what I've heard. I don't know what's true, what's false. We'll have to see how it all plays out in the trials. Uh, And a lot of this you probably would have seen on social media as well. A lot of this has been spread around a heap. Uh, so I thought I'd just put it all in one spot for you guys. So the West Tigers, as it stands right now, it looks like Isaiah Papali'i, he will line up on the left edge. I was expecting him to line up on the right and Johnny Bateman be on the left. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for Isaiah Papali'i to be on the left all this time and then shift him to the right. So you would have to think he will line up on the left edge, which you would assume would mean John Bateman lines up on the right. Uh, so John Bateman will be paired with Adam Dewey. I don't really like that for him. Uh, Adam Dewey's a very run first. If he's not running first, he's uh, throwing that long cutout ball. It'll be interesting to see how that relationship goes between Dewey and John Bateman. On the other side, Isaiah Papaliti paired up with Luke Brooks. I really like this for Luke Brooks. I think this might be the guy that he's always needed in his career to be outside him. So positive signs there. I uh, I preferred whoever was going to be on the left edge for the Tigers because I think they'll get better ball off Luke Brooks. I think they'll get the ball that they want. I think they'll be the alpha on that edge. Whereas with doing the other side, I do worry a little bit. Rumours that Adam Joey, he could find himself at centre. Uh, I'm not buying these ones, to be honest with you. I, I believe he'll be at 5'8". I think the West Tigers would be batshit crazy uh, not to play him at 5'8". So I'm not really buying them. But they sort of domino effect off the back of Charlie Staines. It looks like he will win that fullback jersey for the West Tigers. Uh, they put up a little reel the other day, and it was pretty evident throughout all of those that Charlie Staines was playing one off the back of all the rumours for a couple of weeks. So as I said in the Newcastle pod, just keep an eye on Dane Laurie. I wouldn't be surprised if potentially 
potentially the Newcastle Knights make a play for Dane Laurie. Uh, so, yeah, West Tigers at the moment. We've got Isaiah Papali on the left edge, potentially Johnny Bateman on the right. They reckon he will get here at the end of January. Uh, Charlie Staines at fullback at the moment. Rumours are that Dane Laurie could be playing 5'8", Adam Dewey at centre. Personally, I'm not buying those ones, though, from the West Tigers. Sean Bloor is obviously the guy that's potentially missing out on a spot here, which is disappointing. A few suggestions of Bateman playing lock. It's possible. Uh, I'm not really buying it. I think the Matamua will be the lock forward eventually, but I don't really know who they start with at the start of the season. Uh, the New Zealand Warriors, uh, so many changes, so, so much going on. Uh, I do find it very strange that we're all sort of going off what the coach has said in December pretty much uh, without seeing a trial, without a lot of these guys training together either. So I don't know. We'll see how it plays out with the Warriors. But at the moment, it looks like uh, Sean Johnson uh, will partner tomorrow Martin in the halves, and it looks like uh, Charnsicle Clockstad will line up at fullback as well. I'd love to see Metcalf given an opportunity. I'd rather see Charns in the centres. I'd rather see. I, I want to see Nia Corey there as well. Now we dropped on YouTube our best Warriors seventeen a few weeks ago. Myself and Maddie the Waterboy. They'll be coming back over the next week or so. So you go and have a look there. But uh, yeah, look, I think everyone's taking as absolute gospel what the coach said in December. I just I don't understand how you could possibly pick your team in December before you have a trial before a lot of these guys play together. Before a lot of these guys have been in New Zealand. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense to me. But we'll see what happens there with the Warriors. Uh, as far as the South Sydney Rabbitohs, look, their side pretty much picks itself. That right wing spot is probably open. We know that Tane Milne's going to miss the first two weeks through suspension. So especially from a super coach point of view, that's a serious worry for all of us that we won't know definitely who the right wing is going to be until round three, round four. Um, I think a lot of people are putting in Isaac Thompson and so had I. I had him sort of locked into that spot and I still would pick him. Uh, I've heard some rumours though that potentially uh, Richie Kennard could have the jump over Thompson as it stands right now. So just keep an eye on that one. Richie Kennard could potentially come from the clouds and get a spot there at South Sydney. Personally... I would rather have Isaac Thompson. I think he's the guy to go onto that edge. But just keep an eye on Richie Kennard, one to watch there. Uh, outside of that at South Sydney, I think that side pretty much picks itself. I don't think you'll see any huge changes or anything there. That side picks itself, as I said. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, KP's been confirmed at six. We told you that was going to happen a little while ago. Uh, I think they will sign a fullback. I, I went through the Newcastle Knights side earlier this morning. You can go back and have a listen to that. Uh, I think they will sign a fullback. I think all the talk of Tyson Gamble, Dane Gagai, etc., etc. Someone's got to be there in training. Someone's got to play that role. I think they will sign a fullback. I think that Dane Laurie, he could be an outside chance, but I do think Lockie Miller will be the guy. I'm expecting him to join over the next few weeks. Uh, Jack Hetherington, a lot of rumours about him playing on the edge. Uh, my mail is that he will not be on the edge. He will play as a middle forward. So a lot of you that are picking you him in your super coach sides, just keep that in mind that I don't think he will get that vacant edge spot that a lot of people are talking up. I'm pretty confident you will see Jack Hetherington play uh, through the middle, which means he'll probably come off the bench for me. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Roosters, not much change here, and I'm not sure who's going to take that last sort of centre spot, left centre. Uh, whether they, you know, stick with that last year, they brought Corey Allen in. He's a guy that could maybe get a gig there. Uh, I genuinely am not sure which direction they're going in there. I would only be guessing. Um, Jake Turpin, it sounds like he will lock up the 14 jersey, depending on how long Connor Watson is out for. They've said that he will miss the first round, but I think he'll be gone a little bit longer than that. So Jake Turpin, I think you will find he will wear the 14 at the Sydney Roosters. Uh, over at the 
Penrith Panthers, not a heap changing here. Obviously, Happy Curacao leaves. I think you'll see Mitch Kenny start, and I think you'll see Sonny Luke come off the bench. A lot of people expecting uh, Mitch Kenny to play huge minutes. I don't think so. I think you saw the blueprint of how it'll work last year, essentially, and I think Sonny Luke. Um, I think people forget, and I forgot as well, to be fair, a couple of months ago, that this isn't a 19, 20-year-old coming into this side. I think Sonny Luke's like 25, 26 or something like that. Maybe he's a little bit younger than that, but he's a little bit older than what most of us would assume Sonny Luke. Uh, so he's an experienced guy. I, I think he'll come in and play pretty half-decent minutes. I think it'll be pretty close to a um, to a fair sort of split there. So uh, a lot of people having Mitch Kenny in their, in their super coach sides. I don't know. I just don't see the upside. I don't think he'll, he'll get the minutes there. Uh, Luke Garner, I'm hearing he will be on the left edge. They obviously signed Zach Hoskins from the Brisbane Broncos as well. Looks like a tremendous player. But I'm hearing that Luke Garner will win that race, as I think most of you already knew there. Outside of that, not much doing at the Panthers. Uh, Brisbane. There's been some controversy there over the last few weeks, which has been a little bit disappointing. And look, all I've got from there is what Cobbo sort of mentioned out of that podcast, that the potential of him playing one, Reese Walsh playing six. Uh, I'm not buying it personally. I, I wouldn't, you know, I can understand they might have been training there a little bit. Uh, but I think that Ezra Mann will line up uh, in the six. I think Reese Walsh will be in the one. And I think that Selwyn Cobbo, he will be out on the wing. So outside of that, don't really have anything for you from Brisbane. Wish I had a little bit more on the hookers. Uh, but at the moment, I haven't got any clarification on how that's going to look. So uh, that's where we're at with the Brisbane Broncos. The Parramatta Eels. Uh, obviously, no Ryan Madison early. I think you will see Jermaine Hopgood and Murchie come into the calculations there. Haven't heard anything confirmed, but I think Hopgood. I'm pretty sure that the coach actually mentioned it the other day, and this is where I would have him anyway. I think he'll be the 13. I've said for a couple of months that uh, Ryan Madison, I think he's going to really regret having those first few weeks off because I think once Hopgood jumps into the 13, he's going to blow it away. I think it's going to hurt Maddo's stocks a little bit. Uh, Hopgood, I'm really, really excited about him. We're hearing that Jack Murchie could line up on an edge as well. Obviously, Isaiah Papali'i leaving, so there is a spot there, so he could land on that right edge. I think Hopgood could land at 13. I think Maddo, you might see him come off the bench like he did last year, but if Maddo is fit, I'd be seriously considering him on the right edge. I think I'd rather him there over Jack Murchie, Uh, but that's all a bit of hearsay and and sort of my opinion with Parramatta. Uh, The Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I, I think it's pretty evident that Foz will line up alongside Fafita. The question mark was what side would that be? Just having a look at a reel they put up the other day, there's a there's a little clip of Foz putting up a kick. He's obviously a right foot kicker. He's kicking to the right side of the field and Fafita's on his outside. Uh, without reading too far into it, that would probably indicate to you uh, that those guys will be on the right edge instead of the left, which I like, uh, which also means that I think Aaron Shop he will be on the right as well. I'm pretty sure they will pair him up with that combo there. The other one that's jumped out of the ground has been Khan Piera. We've been talking about him for a year or so. Lightning quick. Very, very talented young guy. I wasn't sure if we'd see him this year, uh, but it looks like he's shot up into calculations. So especially if you super coach players, want to keep an eye on there. He is so fucking quick. It's not even funny. Khan Piera, watch out for him to land a spot for the Gold Coast Titans out on the sting. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, nothing really here. We're waiting to see where Katoa plays, Tarek Sims plays, who's going to replace Pappy if he's not fit. We don't really have any information out of the Melbourne Storm as it stands right now. Same as the Manly Seagulls, outside of knowing that Josh Schuster will play 5-8. Nothing really jumping out of the ground here. Haven't heard the Ruben Garrick at centre talks for quite some time now. I guess they're probably waiting to see where Turbo lands. I would say that if Turbo was still going to go to America... 
I would suggest that potentially Turbo doesn't play round one. They've then got to buy round two. I think they'll take the extra two weeks with Turbo. So I think you will see their team shuffle around a little bit. There is obviously the left edge back row spot up for grabs at the Manly Seagulls. Uh, so you could see uh, some changes going on there. I'm just not sure which way it's going to fall. Uh, so the other one about Parramatta too that I didn't mention, reportedly, I believe Marty Tapao, he will sign there over the next few days. So a pretty handy front row rotation there. Uh, that's the Manly Seagulls. We've got Schuster there. They'll need a back rower. Not really sure how that's all going to play out. I, I think that they probably need a front rower to step up there too. Uh, the North Queensland Cowboys, nothing really out of the Cowboys. Um, it will be interesting to see who lines up in the back row for them to start the year. Uh, yeah, when you have a look through that squad, you obviously got Dunn, who's coming back from injury. You got Hylam Lukey coming back from injury. You got Leilua potentially uh, in, in a bit of curry there. So I'm not quite sure how their back row is going to line up. Nanai and someone, Jack Goz, is a guy that's got potential there. Um, there's a few there at the North Queensland Cowboys that I think could be interesting this year, but I think their side will, for the most part, uh, line up pretty similar to how it did last year. I do think that Tommy Chester's a really good chance to grab the 14 jersey. Obviously, with Hamiso leaving, there will be a spot there that will open up for someone. Um, so, yeah, opportunities there at the Cowboys. Uh, but I don't think you'll see a stack of changes to their side from last year. There is just one other guy that I want you guys to keep an eye on. He played in the World Cup for Fiji. Uh, Taniela Sajrugu, uh, who's a very talented guy. He played lock for the North Queensland... Uh, sorry, for the F- Fijian side. I believe he plays more of a back row sort of centre role when playing in first grade. It's the first time I've seen him at the World Cup, but I was very impressed with him. So just keep an eye on him. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets an opportunity at some point. Uh, you've also got Shibasaki that's joined up there. Whether he gets back to, you know, what we thought he could be once upon a time uh, remains to be seen. But yeah, no, as per usual, not a heap of info coming out of the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, the Canberra Raiders. Um, look, this side pretty much picks itself uh, throughout the entire back line. I think we know what that's going to look like. You know what your front row is going to look like. Hooker, I've added Danny Levi. I, I don't think Danny Levi will be in their top two hookers to start the season. Uh, if he plays his absolute best in trials, maybe. Uh, but regardless, I think you'll see him play, you know, a, a 30, 40-minute role with whichever other hooker they pick. So much of a muchness there. Uh, the one that's interesting for the Raiders is the 13 jersey, Adam Elliott leaving. Uh, who will come in and play that role? Uh, obviously, a guy like Elliott, Whitehead, his name has been tossed around. He, you know, started there last year. If he does, they've had C- they would have CHN to come on the edge. CHN himself could start at lock. Another one that's been thrown around is Corey Horsburgh. Uh, he, he's been thrown around quite a bit actually, so he could be really interesting if he lands in that thirteen jersey. Uh, the other one is my boy Trey Mooney, the young fella. Do I think he'll start at thirteen in round one? Probably not. But I reckon by, you know, round eight, round 10, around that mark after a few weeks of him coming off the bench, I think he will be the answer at 13 eventually. Uh, The Cronulla Sharks. Uh, not much doing here. Sharky side sort of picks itself. They've lost a couple of experienced forwards. Not much more. Your Fafitas, your Tolmans. Uh, they get Oregon Kafusi, so I think he'll come off the bench. I think he'll literally jump into that role. Uh, outside of that, I really don't see too much changing for the Sharks, and so nothing to really touch on there. The Dragons, um, you know, in the most respectful way I can possibly say it, fuck knows what's going on there. Um, I, th- I don't think there'll be any huge shocks in their side as it stands right now, but uh, with... 
with Hook, you just it's just impossible to tell, you know. So I don't know anything about the Dragons at the moment. Amon, I don't know where he's at. I think he's got his court date later this month. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, other than that, I really don't have anything on the Dragons for you guys. Sorry. Uh, the Dolphins, though. Interesting here at the Dolphins. Uh, there, was a, there was a tweet going around yesterday from the Code NRL that Wayne Bennett has just about confirmed what his forward packet will look like. Uh, it looks like you'll have Jeremy Marshall King at nine, which isn't a shock. The front rowers, Marky Nichols. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And Jesse Bromwich. Uh, and then it looks like the two Melbourne boys will land on edges. Uh, Kenny Bromwich and Felice Cafusi, once again, not a huge shock to anyone. And they're talking Tom Gilbert at 13 for the North Queensland Cowboys, which I also like. Uh, I thought Ray Stone would probably be there, but he might be the 14. Doesn't mean he won't play any any lock forward, though. Ray Stone might, might come off the bench and still play big minutes. But once again, the Dolphins, uh, none of these guys have ever played together. They've never really seen what it all looks like together. Uh, so they'll be a watch in in trials. Uh, one thing to note here, obviously Ray Stone, he isn't in, in that forward pack that it looks like will be named. Neither is Ewan Aitken, and this was my worry with Ewan Aitken. They might play him at centre, but from what I've gathered, I think Ewan wants to be a back rower now, so I wouldn't be surprised if he comes off the bench, and to be honest with you, I don't have a big problem with that. Uh, I actually think his impact off the bench could be sensational for this Dolphins side, so uh, yeah, uh, not much more to touch on with the Dolphins. I think you can pretty much lock in Sean O'Sullivan as halfback. I think you can lock in Anthony Milford as 5'8". I think you can lock in Hamiso somewhere in the back line. I'd say fullback. And I think Tessie New, uh, compared to the other guys they've got at centre and whatnot, Branko Lee's already injured, unfortunately. I think that Tessie will probably grab a spot in the centres. So a bit happening there at the Dolphins. Plenty to watch out for. Uh, and I think we'll have a better idea of what they will look like come trial time. Uh, guys, that's pretty much all of the... The one time I didn't mention, sorry, was the Canterbury Bulldogs. Um it looks like, and uh, I don't know, this one that sort of shocked me a little bit. Looks like Avarillo could end up playing center, uh, hearing that Hayes Perham could play fullback. I think that's a pretty common rumor going around. Uh, a couple of images that we've seen of Hayes Perham at training do suggest that that might be the case. Uh, so you've got to feel sorry for Jake Avarillo. Got forced to play halfback, got moved back to fullback, now back to center. Uh, his career is just a bit of a merry-go-round at the moment. But Hayes Perham, if he does land that gig, I'm sure he's a guy that all of us Supercoach players are well and truly aware of very very cheap and yeah that uh that sort of rounds out everything that i have heard over the last couple of weeks and days and whatnot guys uh so a lot of that has been floating around social media already so i think a lot of you uh that are keen footy fans super coach players and whatnot would have probably known most of that information but i thought i'd just put it all in one spot for you guys that's as it stands right now uh really looking forward to trials where i'm sure we will see a stack of changes a heap going on as there always is footy season 
Not too far away. We will be returning uh, with on YouTube next week, beers and break-evens and a few best 17s with myself and Matty. Uh, I've also got a special podcast dropping this afternoon talking about the coaches in the NRL at the moment. It is pretty mind-blowing stuff I'm going to tell you about. Some of the numbers are fucking incredible. So stay tuned for that, guys. Plenty more content coming on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.